0: We believe running is freedom and empowerment. We believe running solves problems and makes people happy. We even believe that if more people run, the world will be a better place. We believe in running because it is our passion. This is the Big Peach Running Company Run ATL Podcast with your host, Mike Cosentino. Hey, y'all.
1: It is Mike Cosentino, founder of Big Peach Running Company and host, along with Dave Martinez. Of this, the Run ATL podcast. The promo music is just wrapping up right now, if we've done our timing right. Normally, you hear my very genuinely enthusiastic voice indicating that, rightfully so, we are in the capital of the South. Certainly, we are running City USA. Proud host this year, of course, to the US Olympic marathon trials. And yet, I am going to spare you all of that enthusiasm right now. And quite frankly, I'm not sure. It would be appropriate. Anyway, we are coming to you with this special episode in the midst of the coronavirus. COVID-19 are those terms you've heard so much, so frequently, so often as of late. And yet this is an important episode. Certainly welcome you for being part of this journey with us. D2 Dolomite Dave Martinez does join us once again before we get into a little bit of commentary and what will be a very special episode. D2, I do want to welcome you. Thanks for being here.
0: Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's uh, kind of weird uh, that, you know, last time we were sitting together, we were kind of uh, in the, the afterglow of the marathon trials and, and just celebrating, you know, what the great event that was that we had in our Midtown location and the runners in the community and just, you know, what that meant to the city of Atlanta and just, uh, you know, just the overall you know, euphoric feel of that and, and even going, well, what's next? And then now we're, you know, two weeks later and, and here we are with where the world is changed a bit.
1: It has changed a ton, and you're right. It was kind of like, what next? Maybe we should not have asked the question if we'd have known that this was part of the answer. You and I already doing our part with social distancing with the way that we are taping this episode. We'll continue to be mindful of that, I'm sure, as we are in our stores. Just a couple of quick house cleaning notes. We are taping this on March 19th. We mentioned that in our featured conversation. We know the world is changing oh so quickly. So if you are listening to this well after March 19th or perhaps just even sometime in a week or two from now, it is possible that some of our content seems to hold very little relevance or perhaps is much differently stated on that particular day than what it is being stated today. But it doesn't change the fact that we are bringing you an episode. And D2, I know that this episode is particularly meaningful to us because we had a chance to sit with our colleagues in this industry, and yet you would join me immediately in saying that we're not exceptional. And the first thing that we would say is, man, our heart just goes out, especially to those who are being most personally impacted by this virus. For those of you who maybe even yourselves are fighting back against the symptoms, who know someone who has been diagnosed with the coronavirus or have a loved one who is now figuring out what treatment options exist my goodness our hearts and prayers are with you and absolutely you are in the midst of this more than what we can even imagine and for sure we wish you an expedient recovery and all the best and then for all of you who are impacted so greatly and my goodness my guess right out of the gates is it is everyone who is listening and we're not exceptional in the fact that we're going to talk about the impact it has had on our community in our business and in the lifestyle and in the channel in which we operate. But I want you to know, and as everybody who's part of our featured on conversation quickly indicates that we recognize that we are all in this together, ultimately because of that bonded and banded spirit that we now share, we will be better for this. But D2, my goodness, this is when a community can rally.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think this is one of the things where, you know, we want to remain optimistic and hopeful and that we'll all get through this. Uh, I mean, we are in this all together. Uh, in, in more ways than one, I mean, I think, you know, and, and everyone's a little bit different, whether it's your health, but there's also that mental health, there's physical health, mental health, and, and running allows us to maintain some of that sanity uh, during these times. And we want to be optimistic. And, and we don't want to, you know, cause any fear or dread or anything like that. But we have some hard... Decisions to make, Um, you know, and and I say we, but we as, you know, maybe business owners, not me personally. I'm not a business owner. Uh, Mike is. And, you know, these are things that we're constantly having to have a conversation on a regular and daily basis, um, primarily because... Information is changing on a day-to-day basis, and we're having to make decisions on a day-to-day basis. So the conversation we're having today is with other, uh, you know, retailers in this industry, running specialty uh, around the country, and how this has impacted them and their running community. But know that, we, you know, some of this, you know, you know, and at one point, you know, the question is asked, like we should be asking Mike these questions, and believe me the answer that Mike would have would be very similar uh, if not exactly to what they, uh, you know, have, have answered. Um, But it's a very difficult time right now for not only us, but for any small business owner. I mean, there's a very, um, you know, kind of a wait and see, but also like we need to be prepare ourselves and we need to make the right decisions. And that's what we're trying to do um, for our guests, for our community, for our employee, for our staffs. And I know, and I asked Mike this earlier, it's like, as a business owner i know this is hard how are you doing how are you handling this because you know this is not easy i mean we are all like family and this is tough for everyone
1: it is indeed and and yet we want to as d2 indicated hold on to that optimistic spirit and it exists for good reason we are confident that we are all going to be better for this the reason that we pulled this panel together is one to demonstrate the power of empathy and sympathy on a bigger scale and secondly because it is easy for us to get insulated even to celebrate certain things that are happening right now such as an observation of how busy piedmont park or the belt line might be with runners and walkers obviously practicing certain things that we now know as cdc guidelines but still being out and living that pedestrian active lifestyle those who have been in our stores that yes are still open with precautions rightfully in place with sanitization that is happening ever so frequently and other things that you would rightfully expect from us, but that are saying, I need to use this time to recommit myself to my fitness or running's one of the only things that I still have left and I'm not going to allow that to be taken away from me. So that is what D2 can indicate in the term he used and how it metastasizes itself as hope that it is going to get us to the other side so what we've done is we've brought some special people friends of mine together chris Lampen and crowell one of the pioneers of this industry and perhaps even what we know as a running boom he is one of the owners at gazelle sports gazelle sports in central michigan think of Kzoo, kalamazoo they opened their first doors in 1983 as a native northern indiana Guy, I can tell you, Gazelle Sports' reputation far and wide. We also have Debbie Perry, the owner, along with her husband, Guy, of Salt Lake Running Company. Obviously, Salt Lake City, Utah. There is a very esteemed award that Nike presents to women in the sports industry once a year. And I was at a ceremony a few years ago where the Just Do It Award was presented to Debbie Perry. So that tells you all you need to know about the leadership that she unfolds for us, not just in this episode, but perhaps as a model for all of us in good times and in tough times. Naperville, running company Naperville, for those of you who are not familiar with that community just outside of Chicago, Chris Hartner, good friend of mine in this industry and the only retailer. And Big Peach Running Company has the good fortune of being in pretty elite classes when it comes to this particular channel. But what I will tell you, there is only one store in our channel that has one store of the year two times. That is Chris Hartner and his team. At Naperville Running Company, Potomac River Running in the Beltline, Northern Virginia and DC, Kathy Pugsley, her husband Ray, they are the powerful and wonderful tandem behind that brand, all the cool things that they are doing in our nation's capital, and rightfully so, command so much respect from D2, from me, from our organization, and from those not just in run specialty, but in the sporting goods industry far and wide. The 2016 store of the year and a recent travel destination for our leadership team here at Big Peach, Charm City in Baltimore, Maryland, we think so highly of them. We less than six months ago spent a full four days pulling back the onion a few layers here and there in Josh Levinson operation to see what it is. And my goodness, there is so much that makes Charm City running so special. Josh joins us on this episode as well. So we'll take these five panelists and what we'll do is we'll get an update what's going on in their communities, how they're dealing with the same thing that we're all thinking about. We'll do it while you're hopefully going for a run. We recognize that so many of you right now have had your lives socially, professionally, perhaps very personally disrupted. This episode, it goes more than 60 minutes. Consider it bonus content because you have time to go for that extra long run or walk right now. We'll get to that featured conversation with this terrific panel right after this brief message.
0: Whether you're working from home or just staying at home to do your part in social distancing, we want to remind you to take a break and go outside. Go for a walk, run, or even a bike ride. Getting outdoors is a great way to get some exercise to not only improve your physical, but also your mental health during this time. Feel free to reach out to any of our locations or through social media for any help to keep you active during this time
1: and welcome back to the ron atl podcast and as we said in our intro we have a panel of very special guests and yet it is with a moment of uncertainty as to why it's taken us this long to have this group together and it is in a season of uncertainty that we actually bring this esteemed group together for me personally i know this will be incredibly helpful and for all of our listeners I genuinely believe that you will get something from this. Now, what I will say before I introduce our panel is we are taping this on March 19th. We are obviously in the middle of the COVID-19 public health pandemic. And as a result, some of the enthusiasm, even that you traditionally hear in our intro and in my voice, that has been quelled. We have taken this on very seriously. We have much to do and still much to learn. And as a result, when we bring this panel together, I will fully acknowledge that all of us, all of our listeners and everyone who you will hear from on this panel is with the most empathy towards one another. And so it is not our industry, our channel, or those of us who will have the microphone in these moments to come to suggest that we have it better or worse than anyone else, that we are doing the right things or not doing the right things compared to anyone else. This is truly a societal consideration. And just as all of us on the panel have said to one another, we are in this together. I know I speak for the entire panel when I say that is true as a society, that we are indeed in this Together And with that, it is my pleasure to bring friends of mine to the microphones. Charm City Run in Baltimore, Maryland, Josh Levinson, thanks for being here. Kathy Pugsley, Potomac River Running, in the Beltline, in and around Washington, D.C., thank you for your willingness to participate today. Debbie Perry, part of the team at Salt Lake Running Company in Utah, with her husband Guy, owners of this account for many of our brands and our friends out West, in the Midwest, two who have been doing this for so long, could teach us so much about what goes in and around the run industry, and yet we're gonna talk about Novel Coronavirus. Chris Hartner, Naperville Running Company, and Chris Lampencrawl out of Michigan. Gazelle Sports. To all of you, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. So let me go first, and what I'm going to do, and Chris, I believe Chris Lamp and Kral, I'm going to call you CLC from here on, so we don't get you and Chris Hartner mixed up. I believe you have as deep of experience in and around this industry as any. And what I would say is, I still remember when there were the bombings in Boston around the marathon, and how many people would send us notes, or would see me on the streets, or in one of our stores and would just give us these sympathies and suggest, man, I feel so bad for you because they knew that this incident that had happened at the Boston marathon was going to impact our industry and perhaps the people we knew the most. And yet in this instance with coronavirus, there is no designation that feels this more than others. We all feel it to some degree and some certainly more than even what we do. But just as a place to start, you've been doing this for over thirty years. To what degree could you comment on how exceptional this is, both as a business owner and an active participant in what Big Peach Running Company calls a pedestrian active lifestyle? How is this different, and how is this exceptional, C.L.C.?
2: Yeah, I think this is absolutely the most unpredictable, uh, and you know, anxious creating time for. Um, businesses for employees for our communities um, because there is this public health issue um, that is spread throughout the world so it's a it's a different scale and it's a it's just a different level of uh, what we can do and how we can support one another how we can support our employees and how we can come out of this with uh, businesses open and thriving so um, we've had you know the the uh, in Michigan, in 2008 and 2009, uh, unemployment spiked right around 20%. Um, that was incredible. We we went into a deep recession. Um, yet people just scaled back and said, look, you know, I want to be healthy. I'm going to, you know, walk and run with my friends. I'm going to do things that are healthy for me. Um, I'm not maybe going to go on that vacation, but I am going to do do those healthy things. Um, back in, uh, you know, the the terrible uh, 9-11 time, you know, um, we all took a breath, a deep breath, and said, you know, what is going to happen to our country, you know, and there's a lot of anxiety. Yet people did come together. We had uh, peace walks. We had peace runs. We had incredible amount of community engagement that just came out and just poured out. Um, And as you mentioned, the Boston uh, bombings, we had the same thing where we had You know people that were at Boston came together with a massive run in our community Um, so there were many times when people that that connection to people that social connection actually uh, supporting each other and and I'd say this panel we are the run hub or walk hub or the pedestrian hub of, of our communities and so people are looking to us to do something in this case Boy, there there isn't much to do other than, you know, support people getting out on the trail and running alone and walking alone and doing that, which is feels feels a lot different.
1: Well, and, and you mentioned, you know, getting out and doing it alone. I know that there are, you know, many businesses in our channel that partner alongside race directors and local races or operate training programs or are certainly privy to those good fortunes we have of hosting those types of programs, and and now those have almost disappeared altogether. I'm gonna start with Charm City and Josh, knowing that we had the good fortune, many of our leadership team actually were in Baltimore at the end of last year, and saw all that you and your team do around training programs, and quite frankly, just building enthusiasm for getting out and doing what CLC just mentioned. What are you seeing, Josh, now that you don't maybe have that same vision that I can still recall so clearly in front of your store on a Saturday morning, or perhaps every night of the week, what are you doing to help maintain the enthusiasm for this lifestyle that we can still go out and live and that we of course embrace so much, but that we now have this responsibility to keep alive? Yeah. So I,
3: I think social media has definitely changed things a little bit. You know, we had to cancel our biggest race, um, and at the time, you could come in and pick up your packets. So people went out and they took pictures of themselves running together um, all over the state. Um, that was very heartwarming. Um, you know, most understood the decisions we were making at the time. You know, there's always a few that that don't understand or, or feel cheated. Um, and those are frustrating. But overwhelmingly, you know, the community... Um, through social media and just peer-to-peer connections, um, are supportive of the whole running community are supportive of charm city run and and every local running store and and sort of this this attitude that we'll we'll see you when we see you and we'll see you when we're ready. Um, the community, I think, understands how special running specialty is, um, and it's very empowering. Um, it does not help us with our short-term challenges of dollars and cents. Um, but when we get through this, I, 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 of course, this industry is very positive, but I do think we'll have an even more ingrained, um, committed, running community um, more than ever before. Um, and just like those other events CLC mentioned, um, on the other side of those, we had a more positive, excited,
1: entrenched um running
4: community.
1: Well, wow, that's a great point Josh and it is something that I do want to touch on before we, you know, go to a break and and certainly that is well what does the future look like? So I'm going to come come back to that. And I'm going to pull this off of a website. It says at slrc at Salt Lake Running Company, we understand your dream to move, moving up, moving on, moving your body, moving mountains. slrc can help you find the focus to define your finish line. Debbie, in your business, similar to where we are here in Atlanta, at least right now on this date and time, there is not a shelter-in-place requirement. And so I believe you, like Big Peach Running Company, to the extent that we can, even with some shortened hours and some focuses that are absolutely the right thing to do, and perhaps even required by CDC guidelines, you're still open. And with that that I read, and knowing how you feel, and knowing even what Josh said... How is the community in Salt Lake in and around Salt Lake responding to that language as well as to what's going on in your stores right now?
4: Yeah, that um that statement is something that we are holding on to right now and working really hard to continue to convey to our community. Um and the response is good. And I I was out myself on the trails. Um, a couple days ago. And I could hear as a, as I ran by a couple people, they're like, look, you know, other people are out too. And, you know, people excited to see other people out moving about. We're lucky in Utah to have the mountains to retreat to um and to find our center. So climbing mountains and moving mountains as part of our language and imagery is a very real thing in Salt Lake City. And um, and I and and the residents of Utah generally are pretty resilient as a community and pretty self-reliant as an attitude and yes. um, and very inventive of of in problem solving and finding new ways around challenges that they're confronting um, with a good attitude. And so and we're seeing that in the store. um you know, people who can't go to the gym, people who can't go to the pool and swim. Um, right now are coming in and like, I need to come get some trail shoes. I'm going to need to go outside more and, and just adapting, you know, their, you know, their former activities into something that, that they can do right now. And I think that's, you know, and, and what we say is true. We just desire to support people and we do understand their dream to move their bodies and right now, that definition will change for people. And I think that that's one way that our industry can can really be there in force, even if we're not able to keep locations um, open like we would like. But to be able to to service them anyway, you know, by shipping it um, and by being there virtually, um, and because we've had to do the same thing, we had a 15k as part of our winter series that we've had to um, to alter. And so, you know, that's a thousand people and we're allowing them to do it virtually. And, and when we are able, well, you know, they'll be able to come in and pick up their, their finisher medal to finish their three-part medal. So it's a series of adaptations and just staying focused on, you know, moving up, you know, moving up and moving on and moving forward, even if there is a mountain, you know,
1: Wow. And what a great analogy, because indeed there there is a mountain right now for sure. And I love your commentary about those in Utah and perhaps all of your guests, but Utahans. And I think that everybody on this panel would say, yeah, same for me. Chris Hartner would say definitely Chicago land and everybody in Illinois. And certainly I can tell you that D2 and I would wave the rally flag for those in and around who comprise run ATL and the state of Georgia. And I think everybody would say that. And it's true. There are examples for those of you who were in town for the Olympic marathon trials. I can tell you the Beltline Mm -hmm. and Piedmont Park and Peachtree Road, where you perhaps even got some of your own miles in, are alive and well. People are out living that pedestrian active lifestyle that we talk about. And it's gratifying. It's heartwarming. It's certainly very inspirational. And it's a reason to say, yes, there is plenty of hope on the other side of this. Kathy Pugsley, Potomac River Running, I'm going to also say, you know, the reality is that you and I have had some really good conversations. I think we've especially found ourselves in moments where we just want to make each other better and, and do it in a way that we can have hard conversation about what's going on in our business. It might have to do with our team. It might have to do with our inventory. It might have to do with store locations or landlord relationships. I just know that you have such a great mind for this business. So I'm going to ask you a tough question. Everybody's either going to say, man, I wish he had asked me that or going to be like, wow, am I so glad he pinned that one on Kathy. But in a moment of reality, it is difficult. We have payroll to manage. We have lease arrangements. Most of us do not own the buildings where we have the good fortune of doing business. We have expenses that keep rolling in. Even we, though we may have terms of 60 or 90 days dating, it doesn't mean the fact that we don't have lots of accounts payable. So my question and my curiosity to you, Kathy, if you look at all the things that you would say, yeah, that's a little bit of a concern, are there maybe an item? Are there items that you would say, this is kind of at the top of the list for me right now that I just have to be mindful of? And even with the backdrop of people perhaps getting out and being more active, these are still concerns that are realistic.
5: Sure. Well, I don't know whether to say I'm happy you asked me that question or I wish you had given it to someone else. Um, But I would say, you know, for all of us, I think I would speak for everybody, you know, that we've got three big buckets of costs. We need to pay our people. We need to pay our rent. We need to pay the brands who provide us with the great product we're able to sell. Um, For me, paying my people or figuring out You know a way forward for my people if i'm in a situation where i've got to lay some of them off is the most important thing because our business is all about people and about relationships at the end of the day way more than it is about the great product where you have the good fortune to sell um so my day-to-day life as cfo as well as owner um is focused around trying to figure out how i can best use the limited cash i have um to feed and and pay all three of those key pillars um, to keep us going um, with the hope that in weeks, not months, we begin to come out on the other side and I'm able to then, um, you know, re-engage at at Full Steam Ahead. One message we've been, you know, getting and trying to put out there is really about shopping local altogether, Um, not just our stores, but, you know, raising awareness of if you're going to order takeout order it from the local pizza guy maybe not the chain that sort of thing because holistically all small businesses in this together and they're all facing those same set of challenges of how do i how do i take care of my good people how do i pay my rent how do i pay for my product um and the more we can do that in whatever way we're able to do it in the unique circumstances we're in with each of our markets and what the, um, you know, the current environment is as far as whether you can be open or not and in what capacity, you know, hopefully that gets us through it. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I am scared. My, you know, one of the things that secures my loans is my house. Um, so I very much want to be in it a year from now. Um, and you know, that's, that's what keeps me up at night, but I'm hopeful that we can muddle our way through this together
1: well, and you're right in the fact that there's reason for concern. And one of the things and I love the fact, and even if it was just, you know, one example of the local pizza shop, here's what we know. And again, unlike the Boston Marathon bombings that were certainly tragic and that we'll never forget, this isn't unique to our industry. There are pizza shop owners, of course, who have their house on the note that secures the place that they're currently doing business or allows them to make payroll and they're also living on the edge like all of us as business owners are in these uncertain times. Welcome to Naperville Running Company. That's what it says on the homepage. And it says, we are here for one purpose, to make your life better. How cool is that and how true is that? And I believe that even if it's not on the homepage at Big Peach Running Company or any of the other, entities reflected in the comments that you're hearing that we would all say, yes, that is why we took the initial risk of opening our doors. That is why all of us on this call are business owners. Chris nails it when he says we are here for one purpose, to make your life better. So Chris, obviously my question is coming your way and here it is in that that's true and that's always true. It's not just on Tuesdays or it's not when things are going well or it's not when the weather's perfect in the Chicago area. It is every single day at all times to make your life better. And Big Peach Running Company believes it's true in Naperville. And we believe we have a responsibility in our communities to do and say, and ultimately prove the same. How do we do that now? How can we say, yes, nothing has changed as it relates to our responsibility and the purpose we're here to make your life better, but knowing what we know right now and the current backdrop that exists.
6: Well first let me say to get a compliment like that from a genius like you, Mike, makes me <laughs> feel so much better. Oh, you're too nice. In Thank you. It's several days. Thank you. You're very kind. Um yeah, gosh, it it's the uh I mean this may just lead into further discussion and you know, I, I'm a I may tend to talk in little tangents and thoughts, but that that's kind of been the the hardest part of this is what we think one day will be our ability to keep making people's lives better um it changes that later that day or the next day um it has seriously been a um just this series of you know escalating i guess uh you know decision making processes and um and you sometimes feel like you know do we how much of this should we think through and plan out and um, because, you know, it's, it may change tomorrow. Um, but that's why I think a lot of this just hit really, really heavily in the last, maybe the last week, the last nine days, um, then, then it, then it seemed like it was maybe going to. So, um, you know, we've, we've done everything we could at this point to make sure that, uh, you know, that we're taking care of people, um, you know, in our community and, and getting them to do what they want to do. We have, our uh our women's half marathon coming up um that's cancelled um and you know virtual opportunities and all that but we have a you know a nice small group uh of ladies that are training for that event and i'll tell you they do not want us to stop the group they do not want us to give that final um you know cancellation of our you know the saturday morning uh training you know and we're lucky enough to have Monica, our, our leader for that program, uh, and Caroline. They're just such positive people that people need them. They really do. They need them to, to motivate them to do what, what they do and in, in heading toward their goal of, you know, this half marathon. And, um, you know, we've done everything we could, you know, s- spread out the runners. Uh, we're not going to be within six feet of each other. We're not serving food, you know, all these things. Um, but we're, you know... The, the participants are begging us to figure out a way to keep it going, you know, and, um, you know, while it's the responsible thing, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, have our distancing and do all that, uh, you know, I fear that we're going to have to stop the Saturday. Maybe it will be our, our last one or we may not even do the Saturday, but we're going to have Monica do a Instagram, you know, TV and Facebook live and do her morning kickoff for everybody and then everybody you know it sounds like everybody may have to jump on their treadmill or run in place in their house but um she's still going to give them that and so you know as a as a fairly specific example you know that would be one of them and i know we're all going through thoughts and processes on how to do that but um i i hope that you know gets to what you're asking there mike
0: Well,
1: it is. And and what I love about it is when I hear you say, they don't want us to stop. And maybe you have already made this connection, but I want to draw it out for everybody else. If you go back to what I said and that you can find at runningcompany.com, it says that we are here for one purpose, to make your life better. And you think about the response, we don't want you to stop. That is clear indication that you are making their lives better because something that somebody wants you to continue with is because their lives are better for it and with it. So kudos to you. I'm gonna come back to you, CLC, because even with the depth of experience you have, I think we would all, and everybody's gonna get this question, so those of you who get a chance to answer what CLC might say can be both novel in your response, but perhaps be thinking about this ahead of time, and that is, we're gonna be better for this as individuals and as organizations. What is something already that you're finding that is a bit of a silver lining to this little mess that we're in.
2: Yeah. You know, this is CLC. And, uh, I would have to say that, you know, there is almost a day to day change, right? So at this point in time, it feels like, you know, we're, we're around the, the country right here on this podcast, which is awesome. But every day has changed what I feel almost significantly in terms of, the business and then my employees and then my communities. So there there's, there's certainly change happening, but what is consistent is what you were all talking about. What, you know, I think what Kathy, uh, you know, is talking about and, and, and we're and Chris, and we're, we're just at a point where health matters and health matters more than ever. Um, And we, we know that Um, we take a small segment of health called movement, and, and make your life better, um, as, as you guys are talking about. And that's what we can continue to do. And the, and the positivity um, of movement and what it does uh, for our brains, for our bodies, for um, our emotions, for our spirits, um, people are all getting. So this is a time for us to remember uh, that movement's part of health and that we're going to be supportive of everybody's movement. We can do that in multiple ways in our community virtually uh, and uh, significantly with some added fun things and innovations that happen. Um, I'm I'm reminded, that, in fact, I was talking to my son um, yesterday that's in a business in California. It's like a lot of things happen good when there's actually a retraction where the innovators step up and do amazing things. And and I feel like the run specialty owners on this call and around the country are some of the most innovative people um, I know um, absolutely, and I think we're going to innovate through this and have the resilience around health and movement um, that will quickly bring our businesses back to back to forward. But also, more importantly, will connect us in uh, really the most important way, and that's the, the human community that w- that we have. So I am, I'm, I'm like you, Mike. I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic about long-term future. Um, It's just the day to day um, changes that, you know, keep keep coming at us that, you know, we need to resolve as quickly as possible for being leaders of our company.
1: Well, and those day-to-day changes that kind of keep us off balance and we don't really know what to expect. It's one thing when you know there's a tragedy or that there's a shortfall somewhere or a leak in the boat, so to speak, and where that leak is occurring and where you got to go to work to fix it and get back on course. In this instance, you're so right, CLC. You have no idea what the next headline is going to read or what tomorrow's news is going to bring and how we're going to have to adapt to it. Josh, you were the first one to actually kind of take us in this direction. I'm so glad that you did, and that is with your optimism that will ultimately be better for it. So let's drill deeply into why you believe that and what silver lining or what realization you've already had that said to you and now that you would share with us makes us ultimately a beneficiary for this current time.
3: Well, first of all, I'm really glad CLC had to go first, (laughs) um, so it gave me a couple of moments to put some thoughts, thoughts together. So I'd say three things, um, leadership, financial discipline and affirmation. Um, so I was talking to our CLO this morning, Tom Mansfield, who's amazing and super positive, And he sounded a little beaten up. Um, and he said, you know what, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a better leader after this. Um, the conversations that I had had to have with part-time employees um, dealing with people's feelings and their fears um, accommodating them still trying to run the business Um, our leadership team will be better after this just because it's been a challenge that like everybody said on the call you know is a once in a a generation challenge and they've had to manage through it Um, financial discipline I mean we're all looking at dollars and cents um, where we can save, where we can put off payments. Um, you know, I wake up every morning thinking about cash, cash, cash. And it really, um, it really makes you think about what's important to be spending money on and, and what's not important to be spending money on. Um, and then affirmation. I think our, I think our community is incredibly supportive, but, um, when we're under duress, you know, you get these communications about how important you know your local running specialty store is, the training programs, the Monicas, the Kellys. Um, Kelly runs our training programs. Um, these people cast a wide net, um, and they make a change in a lot of people's lives, um, and that's really important. Um, and it's nice for them to know how important they are. Um, it, certain give, it certainly gives me a lot of gratification to, to know how important Charm City Run is in Maryland. Um, and that affirmation is, is nice to hear. We don't always need to hear it. A lot of times we don't have time to hear it. Um, but what we talk a lot about in Charm City Run is about mattering. Um, we matter. Our interactions on a daily basis matter. Our coaches matter. Our races matter um fitting someone in a pair of shoes matters it can make it can make their day um and it's nice when your leaders
1: are hearing that that's that's awesome and I will tell you even though that the temperature hasn't quite gone up as quickly as I thought it would and my run ATL long sleeve is still what I'm donning for this conversation with no video perhaps for uh, for everybody's better interest, but underneath, I am proudly wearing my run Maryland shirt today in honor of the fact that we were going to have this conversation. So. Thank you. So Debbie, every time I hear you, your (laughs) voice is just, it just cascades enthusiasm and optimism. And yet I know for all the reasons that we've heard that this is somewhat difficult, but again, difficulty produces some pretty cool things oftentimes. And we heard, CLC and Josh indicate that that's true in their environments. I know it's true in Salt Lake. What about for you? What is this silver lining that you've already somehow found? Or what are the realities of this situation that you think are going to make us, make us better and are worth pulling out already?
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just, from my perspective, that's just a great way to look at everything difficult that comes along in life. Um, So even in our business, Guy and I both, connect to our business in in deeply personal ways. And the silver lining from my point of view is that challenges like this force a personal evolution if you're willing to evolve. And so when you break it down on an individual level, whether it's the owners in the business or managers or employees or customers, you know, this is where the community as a whole can really take another step together by focusing on their own personal evolution that can occur. And I think that that's the exciting part is that, you know, the challenges force a whole lot of things to happen if you're open to it, which is like, it'll force you to be more creative. Um, It'll force you to find out more about your strengths and force you to dig into some things that may have limited you and then... And then pull out your limitation, take a hard look, and turn that into a strength as well. Um, and, and especially in a crisis like we're, we're having and the kind of, of like closures that it's involving and people staying home. You know, so there's a lot of, of things being taken right now that are really hard on people you know, whether it's job opportunities, financial associations with people in certain groups, um, even though those things are being kind of taken, it kind of forces somebody again. And this is if if you desire it, you can turn inward and you can really discover more about the things that deeply matter to you that you can take with you anywhere. You, You know, what about the relationships that can carry you through this? You know, what about maybe faith connections that you may have that, that help you connect to, to a higher power, to feel strengthened, to feel like you have a partner in this challenge and, and all of that, that boosts at, at the end of the day, I feel like all of those things boost confidence and they create a resiliency that just helps you, um, to stay positive positive that whether it's this or something else that you're going to make it, that you're going to do it because internally you're just motivated to, to take the situation and help you become better, you know, and you've alluded and everyone's kind of alluded to that. And so, and really that just starts with each one of us on a day to day, even sometimes minute by minute basis, what are we doing for ourselves to come up with those, Those things that we can personally learn from, go from, and and create, again, that confidence to just have faith and endure. I mean, we're runners, right? And so enduring, a a definition that I've used for for years with athletes is endurance is really holding firm within oneself. And this is a time that we have got to hold firm within ourselves,
1: Wow, that's awesome. Dear listeners, turn inward was what you just heard. Go back and listen to that again and get your notepad out because, Debbie, that is going to be lasting advice long after this nasty little virus is but a footnote in history. That advice will carry on in other situations, whether they're as widespread or whether they're for us as individuals that we have to face. That is really powerful. And and Kathy, one of the things now that I'm coming to you, I have to mention just to give everybody some clarity on things that Kathy and I normally would talk about. She owns Potomac River Running with her husband, Ray. Being around both of them is such a treat for me when I get that good fortune. Always learning something from what they're doing. A lot of times, our businesses, I think, get compared in the industry based on the major markets in which we operate, the number of doors in which we have, certain team members and the positions and roles that they they play. In fact, her husband has even called me her, her industry husband. He, of course, is her partner and her real husband, but I'm her industry husband because I know sometimes she's been pacing the sidelines at a soccer game, still talking to me about something that frustrates us. I've been out and about or in the car and I just gotta call Kathy because there's somebody who can talk me off the ledge and it's likely her. So with that lead in, Kathy, I know that you are always thinking about what the better side could look like or what will be. So for you, what is the better side of all of this? What have you already figured out? that is going to be better because of this.
5: So Mike, I appreciate you giving me that, that little bit of a buffer between Debbie's complete <laughs> uh, <laughs> comments and what I'm about to say. Um, and, and I know and know that I always do yearn for you, even though I love Ray with all my heart. Um, but uh, I, I jotted down a few notes and amazingly, um, no one has said my thoughts yet. So. I I had three kind of going from general to specific, some of the the silver lining on the other side of this, which I certainly hope is sooner than later. Um, The first is, I think that, you know, in the U.S. anyway, and maybe in the world, but certainly in the U.S., we've been at a time where there's been such divisiveness and polarizing points of view on a lot of different things. And sometimes it takes a crisis where everyone is forced to pull together regardless of what their opinion is on X, Y, or Z, um, and to kind of feel, again, part of the human community. And we've been given that seminal moment. Um, I hope we don't waste it, but I think that there's a lot more love for and understanding of your fellow human being right now than we sometimes see and even saw two or three weeks ago. Um, Secondly, a little bit more specifically to our you know, our, our current ethos with our industry, I think, as, as Debbie was commenting earlier in the podcast about being outside and other people being out there and saying, look, there's other runners out. Um, maybe there's a bit of a return to getting outside, um, to running and walking being, you know, key components of our our movement routines. That doesn't mean that they're replacing some of the other amazing things that people do in some of their other activities. But, you know i think there's been a pattern over the past maybe five years of some of those other other things that are cool and and in vogue um maybe making people forget about the love of the run or of the walk or of just the ability to commune with yourself or with a small group or even a big group in a race um and perhaps since there's nothing else you can do Robin, um, as an aside for those of you who are looking at the shelter in place thing we have a friend in italy Um, who said even with the shelter in place, they are letting people out to walk their dogs and he is allowed to go out and walk and run. He just cannot stop or sit on a park bench. Um, So hopefully Micah, Chris can still inspire that group to, to go and they can go they just have to come right back and not talk to anyone. Um, My, my third thing, you know, very more specific to um, our, our customers, our employees, I think necessity is the mother of invention and, as Naperville says, we're here to for one purpose—to make your life better. We're being forced to innovate and come up with things that we can do right now that hopefully keep us afloat, but longer term may make our customers, our employees' lives better. We're coming up with different ways of communicating. You know, we, several folks have talked about curbside delivery and different ways to service a customer who's on the go and. You know that may carry forward even as even as the need for social distancing abates, simply because it's a way to make things better for that busy consumer, that b- busy customer that we have. Um, you know that we can make their life better. So I'm hopeful that, as I said at the outset to to those when we were connecting, this is my first ever Skype call. Um, I learned how to use Skype today because of this, um, and probably that will benefit me at some point in the uh, in the future. Um, that probably shows how old I am. But, uh, I think those things, um, you know, so holistically, we're getting better. our Our country and our citizens and our cities are learning to get back outside and to kind of rediscover the run and the walk. and and we're we're in being inventive because we have to be, which is going to help us and help our people and help our larger communities going forward. Those are the silver linings that I see.
1: That's awesome and and, uh, very true. And congratulations on your Skype usage. I would say that you have mastered it at this point. You're ready for the 201 class. After, uh, after today. Chris Hartner, I have said to others that you perhaps are both the funnest and the funniest guy in our industry. And when people are around you, there just seems to be this high probability of smiles being on faces and people knowing that they're going to both learn something and enjoy learning it. So with that as a setup, more compliments perhaps, maybe unexpected by you, but still very true. Knowing that personality that you have and now thinking about what we're in the midst of, what would you say is that thing you've discovered either about yourself, about your business, about your community, about this lifestyle that is ultimately going to be better for all of us?
6: Uh, well, I'll start with this, and this will lead to what I say. My um, <laughs> For my 50th birthday party a couple of years ago, <laughs> my uh, my wife had the kids make a video and, you know, they did a soundtrack to it. And, and kind of the culminating main song was Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. So let's let's know that I'm not going to go too deep, but I'm just going to give you some. You're uh, a, a of exam- heart. I, I, Believe me, I am. I, I fit right in. Uh, <laughs> a couple of examples that um, that really kind of hit home. Uh, a simple one is. I I have really loved being out on a run or a ride and in the last few days and making eye contact with the person going in the other direction. And there's just a – there's like a bond, you know. There's a, a heightened sense of, you know, we're in this together. It's awesome that you're doing it. It's more thumbs up, you know, and I love that. I love that. I always get frustrated when people won't look at you or wave on a run, but I haven't come across anybody. And, um, I was out on a nasty rain ride yesterday and man, I saw people smiling as I went past them. So I think, um, you know, just in the moment right now, that's awesome. And, and hopefully that can continue, um, two other quick examples when, when the, when the stuff started hitting the fan really, uh, at a high level last week you know, we we drafted off of what uh, Playmakers in in Okemos, Michigan did, and we surveyed our employees, a survey I never, ever thought I would do, and it it was basically two questions and a comment that they could leave, and it was, um, do you rely on your income from Naperville Running Company to to pay your essentials uh, in your life, rent, food, Um, yes or no? And the second question was, Would you be willing to volunteer to work less or none at all? And then the comments and the, um, the, the response from that, uh, you know, you you hope for the best, but it was truly, um, heartwarming, astonishing and, um, you know, people volunteering, even though they need the money saying that they would take less hours, you know, um, the The team aspect of it uh, has has been amazing. I saw Daniel from Skinny Raven uh, posted on his Instagram. Uh, one of his employees said that, "Please, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be paid, but I want to work. Let me volunteer. Let me help. You know." And so, what that means down the road is there's you can't look people in the eye, you know, the same way anymore when you know what they've offered and volunteered, and you know what uh, you know the, the true definition of team. Not just in like winning a an event or a relay. I mean, this is like this is real life, man. And so um there's that. And then my last thing is um having the tough calls with landlords, just you know, saying, Hey, you know what's happening. What can we do? You know, and, and and getting the call back from my main landlord and you know, them just saying that, you know, we don't want to see your rent check this month. And if it needs to be next month, the same thing. And not all landlords are going to be that way. And, you know, certainly, um, you know, we'll be repaying them at some point. Um, but boy, that I, I I am an emotional person. My employees all know it. I have a tough time talking about subjects like this with people I love. And it's, it's all getting choked up. So.
1: You and I are cut from the same cloth, my friend. In fact, I've already thinking about how I'm going to wind this down and not get emotional just by having all of us in the same place at the same time in this season. But what I don't want to do is lose the opportunity to have a little bit of fun to the extent that can be had in this season with having this not just esteemed and illustrious group together with these unbelievable and truly inspirational business leaders with purpose and organizations that matter, but is also reflect that, yes, we are all in this together. And I would say that is even well beyond the confines of these great United States. We are all in this together. And yet at the same time, I love the fact that we are full of civic pride, that we are runners and we look forward to rubbing elbows with someone at a race out West or at the New York City Marathon who may have a jersey on that we might recognize because we know the person who owns or works in that that store. But at the same time, we're going to come back and be like, oh man, but you know why Atlanta is run ATL and what makes us so special? So instead of talking about the coronavirus, as we go to a break, I am just simply going to ask you all the same question. And it is not a competition, but it is a way to inform our listeners, to inform those who maybe you didn't get a chance to sit with personally if you were here for the US Olympic marathon trials. What makes your community so special? And I am going to do the old curveball, coming from the hill so that I don't put CLC on the spot, I'm going alphabetical. Charm City Run, Baltimore, Maryland, Josh Levinson. What is so special? About Baltimore and this pedestrian active lifestyle, you serve so well. Um, can CLC go first? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh,
2: you know, I, I think
3: um, for for those that have visited and for those that have have been here, I think um, I think Baltimore and the surrounding area um, is a little underrated. Um, it's a beautiful place to run. The climate's great. Um, Baltimore for about a century has had a little chip on its shoulder. Um, we're sort of the neglected chip stop stepchild of DC. Um, and so, you know, people love community here. They love to be together. I'm sure that is the case in all of your communities. Um, there definitely is something special about Baltimore that when there is adversity, um, as Chris was talking about people like to be together, um, you know, that nod on the trail, um, that wave that seems to be prevalent here most of the time, if not all the time. Um, and when the chips are down and they have been down here a lot, um, Freddie Gray, you know, it seems like the hits keep coming for Baltimore. Um, When we come out the other end, people are like, yeah, we're going to get through this together and we're going to be stronger for it. And Baltimore just kind of keeps clicking along.
1: Well, and you've proved it. And I will not soon forget the run your team took me on in the Inner Harbor when I was there last year. Bought you a little bit of time, CLC. Gazelle Sports, great state of Michigan. What say you? What makes it so special?
2: Yeah, all, all I really need to say is pure Michigan. If you've ever watched one of those ads you know we're living in you know probably the most wonderful state to get outdoors in so um the outdoors <laughs> here is four seasons yeah, is not nice. you know you can you can run every day uh you can you can play every day you can you can you can get up and do a lot of things we got uh more water around us than any other state so um i'm bragging a little bit here uh but uh there's a lot of fun things you can do um solo or in couples uh or in, or in big groups. So, um, you know, that, that's the thing I think, and and we do have extremely tough weather. There's so many people I talk to in the South that can't believe we get outside and run in the winter. Uh, there's so many people that just don't even understand, uh, the, the length and the width of, of Lake Michigan and what you can do on that amazing great Lake. So, um, there's, there's just so many opportunities to, to get outside and that that makes us, a, a unique, uh, species, uh, in terms of connecting with that outdoor energy, because, um, I don't know if everybody on this uh, call or, or people around, uh, that will listen to this, um, do a lot of looking at research, but, uh, there's some significant research about, um, what happens when we get outdoors that decreases our inflammation, that increases our, um, a mitochondrial uh activity that increases and and I'm not just talking about running I'm talking about just being outdoors and all the uh connections that happen in our brains that when you're outdoors um amazing healthy things happen to your body so um I would uh I would you know promote that first and foremost right now um as many of the people here on this panel have said that just get outdoors and uh walk your dog Walk with your spouse, go for a run, um, get on some skis if you still have snow, um, whatever it is. So, yeah, we're, we're still getting out.
1: Well, and it seems like even the Olympic marathon trials was a year ago. And I know that's not true. It was barely a few weeks ago. Chris, when you and I were together, not that long ago, I can't remember if it was October or November, you already had snow. I had the chance to run with your team and at Crystal Mountain, although I didn't have any takers, hard packed snow All by myself, on a ski resort, all the way at the top, overlooking what was easily one of my top five views and vantage points of 2019. So He Lies Not, Pure Michigan is exactly what it says it is. Check it out. Okay, now alphabetically, it would suggest that we come, Chris Hartner, Greater Chicagoland, Naperville Running Company, what is so special about your community and being a runner or a walker there?
2: Well,
6: first of all, Mike, I don't know how we're doing this whole thing and we don't get to ask you any questions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very sly like that. Hear some of the things from you, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, Naperville. uh, Well, one thing that always comes to mind for me, this that I love about the town is that it's it's a uh, it's a big town. We have 150,000 people, but it's a small town feel. It's a small town operation. It's a small town like If you need something done, you can get it done, Um, which is it's pretty wild, I think, for a town of that size. So um, and and part of that's just having, you know, this beautiful downtown on the river walk. you know, so it's I I think we're unique in that way. And then to add in the running side of it, we just have a um, there's some storied running programs there. So it just runs, you know, North Central College Division three, you know, like the heart and soul of, you know, competitive for your own needs uh you know running cross country like that that just goes to the heart of what we are in the high school programs and the cross country and then that just ties all the families into it you know even if mom and dad don't run all these kids do you know and it's just um you know there's just a spirit and energy there and you know i, I think back to when the boston bombings that we talked about earlier and community coming together and um the run specialty community came together we did the the uh the shirts you know runners for boston in um, we had people lining up to buy these, and and people paying double, and uh, just donating, and you know, selling hundreds of these shirts. And our community, as in our Run Specialty community, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but a million dollars was raised by you know a small number of stores that went directly to uh, people that needed it most. After that, and so you know, the spirit in our community, and that just extends to what we're all doing. And I just I love that, and I know that that's just a somewhere deep, you know, deep inside of all of us in town and around that. It's just uh, it's just such a great community. I just love that.
1: Well, and I agree with your comments about Naperville, how it has the best of the big city and yet gives you this charming environment, both as a runner and just as a visitor. And what I would hope is as we go into these final couple of answers, everybody would already be thinking, man, I need to put a checklist together to go visit each of those communities and those operations that were on that podcast Kathy, we're going by name of Operation Potomac River. We're not going by what might be considered one of your locations in Northern Virginia that comes after Debbie and Salt Lake or Washington, D.C. You are up, my friend. What makes Potomac River, the surrounding area, and the communities you serve so special?
5: Well, you know, Josh, you are in the shadow of (laughs) D.C.
1: I knew that was was coming. My goodness, did I know that was coming.
5: He cheated up for me. I couldn't stop it, but... All of America is looking at that backdrop of the Capitol every day. And we have the good fortune for the folks who live in our closer in suburbs of having the opportunity to run around, obviously, those monuments and that backdrop, which is places that tourists are not coming right now, but the locals get to benefit from. And that's that's amazing. And I don't appreciate it enough. I think I I step back and think about it more in times like these. But I would actually um Step even back a little bit. You know, our stores are we have one in the city and then several in the Virginia suburbs. And our I would say what's really unique and awesome about the the DC metro area is actually kind of the the diversity that we see, maybe a little bit different than some of the other communities around the country because DC is a transient place. Um, You know, the the government changes over frequently. There's a heavy military presence, that changes over frequently. The diplomats change over frequently. Um, But that lets us be kind of on the forefront of having the opportunity to expose new people all the time to the active lifestyle that we love. Um, I'm always struck when, you know, my daughter's a freshman in high school this year and she's running cross country and track. The kids who run cross country and track from our high school um, you know, come from a lot of different backgrounds and a lot of different countries and and aren't necessarily the stereotypical runner. And I love that about our area that we, you know, we can do that. And, it, and it's a welcoming, diverse place, um, which also does have a lot of great park land and and beauty. So we kind of, you know, it can be a challenge to have a lot of new people all the time. And sometimes we shake our heads at those who have never driven in snow before in the winter and so on. Um but it's a great opportunity and a really open, welcoming market. And I like to go to Baltimore um, and hang out um, too, though. So there you go.
1: (laughs) All true about DC and Nova. And yet at the same time, way to bring it back to your relationship and your answer with Josh. Of course, Debbie, we're going to let you bring it home. You (laughs) are the one reflecting the West portion of the great Mississippi river. Everybody else over here on this side, you're speaking For Salt Lake, what would you say about why it is so special?
4: Oh, I have so many reasons. It's hard. It's hard to pick one, but I'm inspired. (laughs) I am inspired by listening to everybody. I've actually lived all over the country. Um, I was a military brat originally. And so I've lived on both coasts. I've lived in Virginia. And I just say amen to everybody I've heard already. We have (laughs) It doesn't matter really where you live. There's so much cool stuff to be found, right? And so, I mean, and our place is no different than anything anywhere else in that if, if you wanna get out and you wanna connect to what your area has to offer, it's gonna be there. Um, just so many beautiful places in so many different areas of the country. Um, and we're no different. We have our, our awesome mountains and that's one of the things I feel like that makes the West itself, um, really a great place to be in, um, live in, visit, is, is the quality and the majesty of the mountains. You know, you could be in Colorado, right, or places in Idaho or Montana. Um, this whole area is just unbelievable in the power of nature. I think that's one of the things that the West really showcases is the power that nature has. Um, because of the mountainous areas. And then all, obviously going down into what I call the Red Rock areas in Utah, we have both, you know, we have mountains, we have deserts, we have, you know, uh, Moab and Zions down into the Grand Canyon areas. Um, and just what a, what a centering environment that we are surrounded by in, in the Western part of the U S and that is one of the reasons why I chose to stay after living everywhere and appreciating so many different places, um, I, I think that's what makes the West in general special. It's not just Salt Lake City, um, but but mother, but just yeah, Planet Earth in, in all its glory here, and the blue skies. And you know, we can be in the middle of winter in Utah and have the brightest, bluest skies you've ever seen, and it's so awesome. And I, and that's what makes us special out here. Is it can be a in the middle of winter and the sun is shining bright and just keeps us positive and keeps us going and and I love connecting with that and and that's why I live here so come on out. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) awesome. That is an awesome (laughs) invitation. And I will tell you, it's funny you picked up on two things. And of course I've been to all of these places and I am not going to choose a favorite, but what I will say that you picked up on, first of all, there are a lot of great metropolitan areas out West and you could start to name them just as I could Seattle, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Denver. And the reality is, is if you like mountains and you like being near an urban kind of just really, you know, cool set of possibilities in terms of what you might do after a good run, walk, hike, whatever it might be outdoors. Man, you cannot get any closer than what Salt Lake is to its mountains. I remember a trail run in the Wasatches and how quickly I was back in the city thinking that is city living and mountain living right next to each other. And the other thing, I'll never forget skiing at Deercrest and looking up. And I said to somebody at that point, I don't think I've ever seen skies as blue as what these are right now. Maybe it's winter, maybe it's my elevation, maybe it's my poor skiing form, whatever (laughs) it might be. These guys are so blue. So you're right Mm -hmm. on about that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an esteemed panel for sure. Friends, not just of mine, but of the global community of runners, walkers, fitness, and outdoors enthusiasts. My friends, thank you so very much for being part of this today. Thank you,
4: Mike. Yep, thank you. It It was great.
0: Thank you, Mike. You bet y'all, and we will be right back after this brief message. We want to remind you that during this time, Big Peach Running Company will remain open to help you with anything you may need to stay active. Our stores are open and we've adjusted our hours Monday through Friday from 10am to 6pm. Our weekend hours remain the same, 9am to 6pm on Saturday, noon to 5pm on Sunday. If visiting one of our locations, know that we're doing more frequent cleaning of high traffic locations and surfaces, including fitting equipment, doors, restrooms, and light switches. We're also offering curbside pickup. Simply call the store with your order and we'll have it ready for you. Of course, you can also shop online 24-7 at BigPeachRunningCo.com. Thank you for supporting us and other small local businesses. And welcome back to the Run
1: ATL podcast, D2, really, really special. That was therapeutic for me, for sure, just to have all of us together, even if not physically next to one another, to be able to have that conversation. And emotionally, we were really close. And I can tell you there is maybe social distancing, but you cannot emotionally distance yourself from others who are traveling the same road that we are
0: yeah i mean they are uh i would say that we're all you know almost like brothers in as far as you know in what we do and kind of you know going through the exact same you know situation that many others are going to for us it's specifically in the uh, run special industry for you you actually know these you know, and interact them. i've met a few of them at various you know you know conventions and, and things like that um and other meetings that we've had so i'm familiar with with many of them um and I actually visit salt lake running company when i was out there I last year that. um so um yeah i mean i think you know we, we're all connected even though we're miles apart um you know we all have the same type of kind of communities that we're willing to support but we also have you know team members and staff and that we you know have a responsibility to to take care of and, and we're trying to do what's best for them first and foremost, um, while being responsible for, you know, for, you know, the situation and, and, you know, maintaining social distancing and doing what we can, um, you know, to provide a service to those guests that still feel like they want to come in because they want to get out and they need a good pair of shoes. And that might be, you know, the difference between someone, you know, feeling optimistic and hopeful and, and, and having their spirits lifted. Um, I think, you know, here locally, we've seen people out and about, you know, and, uh, you know, and interacting with them. And for me to go out in the middle of the day for a run and to see more people out, out there, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's uplifting, you know, as someone that, you know, who promotes, you know, this active lifestyle and to see more people out there. And, you know, maybe because I run you know early in the morning and in the dark and they're not up or they're on their way to work, <laughs> you know, maybe they're out there anyway, but it's encouraging to see that many people going out, whether they're walking a dog or they're, you know, taking their, their child out in a stroller, you know, or they're getting, you know, walk in or whatever. It's like, it's so nice to see that there are people being active, that they're outdoors. And, you know, one of the things that I just saw recently is, you know, the National Park Service is, is, is allowing or canceling, you know, any entrance fees. So Kennesaw, you know, uh, mountain, you know, will be open, um, for the time being as of, you know, as we're taping, it's open and they're encouraging for people to get outdoors, exercise, maintain that distance. But, I mean, I think that's that's I, we need that. We need an outlet right now. We can't be cooped up inside. And I, and I think that's the, that's the best thing that we can do for people is to give people that you know inspire them, to motivate them, to to give them hope Um that we're all going to go get through this together and that we'll come out better from it. You know, hopefully, with working out at home and be more active, we'll you know when all this is over, we'll be like, man, man, I should have been working out you know more all along. I feel great. I feel energized. You know, and I'm hoping that's that's how we come and we. Interact with each other um, and appreciate each other that much more. I, I agree, and and I loved a couple of things
1: that Kathy Pugsley had said during that conversation, she's the president emeritus of the Running Industry Association. And when you think of the responsibilities she has in her business, you think about the responsibilities then that she has held and continues to pour into for our entire industry. And yet the level of transparency and vulnerability that not only she showed us, but that all of us were able to kind of hear from each of our panelists, I think was a permission that we need. And the spirit of the local business the spirit of the entrepreneur the spirit of the run walk fitness outdoors community man it's alive and well and even though we got kicked in the gut a little bit with this We are not down, and it is going to continue to be something that, to your point, is going to be important for us to do for ourselves, for those who we care so deeply about, and my goodness, I am just convinced that we're going to come out of this on the other side more grateful, perhaps, than we've ever been for the ability to do what we do and do so regularly, but grateful for so many other things as well, and my goodness, a spirit of gratitude what a special gift that the coronavirus will have given us by the time that this is not the headline and with that d2 I know you have one thing that we're not really sure how it's going to come together at this point but you and your team are still working darn hard to pull it together and to make sure it is that light that we can see at the end of this dark tunnel right now
0: yeah that's right I mean one of the things that we you know announced previously and you know was that we were instituting a a summer ten uh, k training program, and it is our intent to continue with it uh, until we're told otherwise. Normally, it would include large group, you know, coming together at this point. Over five stores, we have you know over two hundred people, close to two hundred thirty people that have signed up, and that is just so awesome to see the running community come together. And even amidst you know all this that is going on, um, we still get in signups on a regular basis. You know. And that is awesome. It's encouraging that, you know, we put this program together and it's, it's resonating and people want to be a part of it. Same time, we don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to push forward. Be optimistic that come May, that this will be behind us, that we will return to some sense of normalcy and that we'll be, you know, running together on Saturdays and on during the week through normal, you normal know, social group runs. Um, so we want to let you know it's still on. We're still planning and even if things change, we are committed to supporting those of you that still want to go out and run. And if we have to switch and make this a virtual program, then we will. But for the time being, it is on. We will get through this together. We will you know, continue to run, be optimistic, and support each other as we have always done. And so if you're interested and you want to sign up, just go to our website at bigpeachrunningco.com and under resources you'll find the page for uh to take you to the run atl summer 10k training just you know read up the information sign up and we'll be communicating with you as updates come across because we are working with sponsors to provide additional benefits to this program, and we'll be sharing that with you. We'll have Facebook uh, pages for each store, um, Strava pages for each store as well. So all that will be shared, and we'll keep you updated on the status of this program. But we're really looking forward to this, because I think this is something we're, we're really going to need, especially if we get through this. And you know, we're going to remain optimistic, and I'm just saying we will get through this. And I do hope come May that we're able to run together, um, you know, more than in you know, and closer and be able to high five and, and do those things to kind of support each other. Um, but this is something I, you know, I feel really strongly about. I'm glad we're doing it, you know, and it's just a, another way for us to connect with with all of you that have supported us for all these years. And we want to support you through this time period as well.
1: Awesome. Well, D two, thank you for your efforts with that. Obviously, thank you for pulling this together, having all those panelists, and keeping it somewhat chaos free is no easy task. So, thank you for doing that. I know you joined. Oh, and I me. forgot
0: the biggest. The, this this is all free. Oh yes, that is that that's is the a, headline. That this was is free. free long before. It was free long before. It, yeah, and I'm like, you know, you know, you know, I should know this from back in journalism. Like, don't bury the lead. The lead is this program is free. It's open to anyone. It's a it's a 10k program, but if you want to just walk do a 5K, whatever, you can come out as well. It's open to you know primarily focus around beginners and intermediate, but anyone can come. We want everyone to come. Um, this is just an awesome way of just getting outdoors and training, staying active, being healthy physically and mentally. Awesome. Well, I think everybody will
1: forgive you for not
0: remembering the
1: lead. I don't think there are too many non-Corona <laughs> leads out there these days, so that is a good one. But, again, I know you'll join me in a very heartfelt thank you to the men the women the listeners the big peach nation we serve the campaign that absolutely includes all of us that is run atl it is always with extreme pleasure that we have the good fortune of being in your company and that we get to be of service to you that will never change and in these trying moments in these uncertain days ahead Just know that there are some things that are timeless. They're principles that we hold dear. We so very much appreciate you. And as we always say, as we certainly mean, may your best miles be those covered on the flight.